Exurga Deus disipentur inimici eius, et fugiant quio derundeum afaci eius. Let God arise, and let his enemies be scattered, and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangeli, defende nos in proelio. Contra nucritiam et insidias diabolias de praesidium. Imperatili Deus suplices de precamor, duque princeps militae caelestis, satram aliosque spiritus malignos que ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute in infernum de trude. Amen. Speculum justitiae ora pro nobis, mato dolorosa ora pro nobis. Domine ostende facem tuum et salvi erimus, Ave Maria Purissima Immaculata Conceptio Est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Did not intend to go that much faster. <clears throat> but, it's Monday. I'm watching the Monday edition of Louder with Crowder, and he's finally gotten to the CIA story that I brought to you last week. And I brought to you, couched, <clears throat> with a particular title. And the title was to recommend to you exactly what the core of this story is. See, it's not that the CIA, it's not just that the CIA is employing pedophiles and sex offenders of all sorts of all form and colors. Okay. <clears throat> the reason why I tied it to the Ghislaine Maxwell case <clears throat> and talked about the honeypot is because in the, in the official CIA documentation, the reason why none of the people, except for one, was ever prosecuted was because, quote, we could not have them testify for fear that they may inadvertently reveal sources and methods. So let me not bury the headline here. <clears throat> it is a tacit admission that a CIA method is the proliferation as a honeypot of child pornography and child sex trafficking. They didn't say it quite clearly enough. And the best part about it is, and this is what I love about people who assume the best, is one of the reasons why I'm kind of comfortable with the fact that I've surrendered the idea of giving people the benefit of the doubt and begun from a position of doubting the benefit. If you start with doubting the benefit, then you understand that Ghislaine Maxwell was a tool that Jeffrey Epstein was a tool. Ghislaine Maxwell's father was an intelligence agent. It is a method to cultivate sources by using underage children as honeypots in order to spy. Let me take that one step further. Your tax dollars to the tune of billions and billions of dollars is being used for the proliferation of child pornography and child sex trafficking. in hopes that the United States government can gain an arm up, a leg up, some sort of leverage and cultivate warm and amiable relationships with foreign entities. Now, 
So when you go back and you actually check out the BuzzFeed story, link is in the description of that podcast. Bring with you the fact that by saying that the reason that they did not permit people to be charged criminally for their behavior was because that would put them at risk of inadvertently revealing sources and methods. And so that the question that needs to be asked now so that we have a full understanding of what it is at the Central Intelligence Agency, and if it's the CIA, then it's the DIA, the NSA, the uh, the FBI, all ad infinitum. All of the three-letter agencies, all of the 18 intelligence-gathering organizations have this as a means And the key thing is, and this is, and this is one of the things that, well, you know, other countries don't have the same laws. Other places, they don't have the same rules. We can operate a little bit more freely. Conceded. It is conceded that if you go to another nation that is not the United States of America, if you go to another nation that even within Western Europe, I mean, let's be real, these things happen across the board. They particularly happen in places where there's a heavy, heavy Middle Eastern migration because in most of those countries, they don't call it pedophilia. They call it marriage. I really didn't actually want to have to come back to this episode, but it occurred to me as I was listening to the take from Steve Crowder who had tipped to him for managing to tackle this one straight ahead, misses the fact that the implication of the statement, we did not want them testifying in court because they may inadvertently reveal sources and methods. They may inadvertently reveal sources and methods. They may inadvertently reveal their intelligence sources, the people that they are doing this with, and the method by which they cultivated the relationship, which is pro- which is proliferating in child sex trafficking, the abuse of minor children, in some cases as young as two. Let that marinate. Now, I'm going to shift gears just a little bit. This is going to be a shorter episode than normal, and I'm going to append this to the end of the previous episode about the Second Amendment, meaning uh, this is going to release in the same evening. The conduct that Father James Jackson of the Fraternal Society of St. Peter, the FSSP, is being charged with by the federal government is the same conduct that they are not charging federal agents with. And while, yes, it is the FBI that's going in, you know, it's the Federal Bureau of Investigation that's going after Father James Jackson. In this case, it's the CIA that is refusing to charge its own intel officers and contractors. And this is really the thing. 
what happens to Father James Jackson is he discredits the church because the church is supposed to be this moral authority, but there is no possibility of discrediting an organization that we already knew 10, 15 years ago were torturing prisoners. That we didn't just know that they were tortured, that they were being tortured, but we also knew that they were being sexually abused in the torture. And we've known this for 15 years. Now, I'm not going to say whether I'm I'm really not going to make any claim as to the effectiveness of some of these tools, because to be sure. If your goal is completely removed from anything resembling morality and your goal is only the assertion and the attainment of leverage and power over another organization or entity or nation, then whatever means by which you attain that leverage or power should be justified. Nespa? However, that is an approach that is only absent and devoid of anything even remotely resembling morality, and that's to say nothing of how devoid it is, how far away from Catholic morality that it is. So the thing that you have to comprehend to draw a further picture is that the events of the last 15 years, because the CIA documents, I think, cover the last 10 to 14 years, something like that. So the events that cover the last 15 years must be woven into the fabric of American society as understood when you're looking at everything that's happened in the, la- in the past, everything that you're, that's happened in the recent history. Everything from the current corpse that's currently occupying the White House back to the previous orange man in the White House, back to the previous... Marxist in the White House. This is the fabric, the metal, the timber of character for these agencies. That they are willing to overlook the wanton, indiscriminate, well, probably very discriminating, let's be real. But the wanton abuse of minors and children so that they can attain some sort of leverage some sort of some sort of power over another organization or entity and this is the light that you also have that this is the same light and the reason everyone asks well how come it took so long for Jeffrey Epstein to get hauled in well here's the better question for you because Jeffrey Epstein wasn't the intelligence ag- was not the intelligence agency He wasn't a child of intelligence agents. In fact, Ghislaine Maxwell was the intelligence agent. She was the child of an intelligence agent. And she was the one who seemed to be the mover and shaker, the one who managed to put all of these things together, who managed to weave together the tapestry that was the utter abomination of conduct by Jeffrey Epstein and not less. And I say not less because if you're operating under the assumption that you're going to fly out on the, the Lolita Express and you're only going to bring one or two high-ranking dignitaries, well, you're mistaken. If it was only one, then it's not less than 700 
high-ranking officials, including presidents, including royalty, including high-level agents, the whole nine yards. Why did they not charge? Probably because there's no small connection between the Lolita Express with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell and the Central Intelligence Agency. There's probably no small connection between the Department of Homeland Security and Jeffrey Epstein. And we all already basically kind of understand that Epstein didn't kill himself. But there are very few people who are paying attention to the fact that it's Jim Comey's daughter who was prosecuting Epstein, and it is now Jim Comey's daughter who is prosecuting Ghislaine Maxwell, and it was Jim Comey himself who betrayed not just Hillary Clinton, but also Donald Trump. And yet, all of this is shrouded in secrecy. And the principal reason why it's being shrouded in secrecy is because all of the corruption, all of the evil that was conducted at the hands of Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein is actually interwoven into the highest levels of the United States federal government. And indeed, probably the governments of most of the world. 700 flights, 700 flights of the Lolita Express. Now, to be sure, this is all conjecture, except <laughs> that I speak government legalese, and I know that the tacit admission that sources and methods could be compromised by prosecuting pedophiles means that pedophilia is deeply interwoven with the sources and methods used to gather intelligence by the, deep, by the Central Intelligence Agency, and they could not afford to have themselves compromised so deeply. Which brings me back to the original argument of QAnon. The original thesis of QAnon. Not to say any of the conspiracy crap or any of the Q drops or whatever. Whatever. All that other crap is not valid. But the original core thesis of the QAnon phenomenon was that the elites are looking to bolster their power, that the people who run our nation and the nations of the world are a bunch of satanic, child-sacrificing, child-consuming pedophiles. That's the core thesis. All of the other stuff, oh, Hillary Clinton's going to jail and this, that, and the other, and blah, 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 all that other crap is smoke-filled smoke -filled coffeehouse conspiracy theorist crap. But the core thesis is 100% valid, and you can see its fingerprints on the whole of government around the world. From Bill Gates's, oh, Jeffrey Epstein's, Jeffrey Epstein's and, you know, an interesting guy. To, well, do you have any, any regrets, any, anything that you may have done differently knowing now what you know about Jeffrey Epstein? Well, he's dead, so I don't know what you want from me.
if it seems like I'm slinging mud in all sorts of directions, admittedly, I'm not try- like I'm not trying to turn this into a five hour long episode where I go thread by thread by thread. I've talked about all of this. Mostly obliquely, this particular topic about the CIA and sources and methods is as firm as I'm going to get. Because I got to be perfectly honest with you, there is only so much time that you can spend looking in the abyss, looking into the abyss before the abyss turns around and looks back at you. And I'm not willing to put my soul in that kind of danger again. The thing that they are missing, the thing that 100% of them are missing is by saying that if we prosecute these pedophiles they may inadvertently reveal sources and methods is a tacit admission that the sources and the methods are the sources themselves are pedophiles and the methods include the trafficking of child sexual abuse, either in video media, photographic format, or by actually trafficking the children themselves. That's what that means. If you're getting that close to revealing sources and methods, then that means your sources and your methods are exactly right in line with the thing that is supposed to be prosecuted. And you can't have that be prosecuted because you would reveal that there's probably an entire division in the United in, in the CIA that is actually specifically dedicated to using child sex trafficking as a means of gaining power and leverage over other entities in the world, other governments other large corporations, etc. Anything that can be used as an intelligence asset mean, <clears throat> that can be exploited by the use of proliferating and spreading out and disseminating child pornography or by trafficking in children for their use sexually. There's probably, it's, it probably honestly has its own department. And if it doesn't have its own department, it's because, well, they haven't realized that they probably should just have the child sex intel, human intel gathering organization. So this way they can codify it and they'd be like, look, yeah, this is what we do. We torture people in Gitmo. We torture people in prisons overseas. We send them out to have electrodes stuck in their, in their appendages so we can torment and, tor- and torture the information we need out of them. And, oh, hey, by the way, when that doesn't work, we, set, we send little orphan Annie I'm not even going to finish that sentence because there's no way to finish that sentence in a manner that is not so thoroughly abominable. And these are the same things that they're that they're charging Father James Jackson with doing. And the thing is, is that the door is open because this is probably the same way that they managed to coordinate the Sino-Vatican agreement with Theodore McCarrick. Because a honeypot is only not a honeypot if it doesn't work. So long as the honeypot works, it's valid. It's a usable means of obtaining the objectives that you're trying to go after. If you need any further evidence that the government of the United States of America has surrendered itself to utter godlessness, if you need anything else, there's plenty of it out there. There's plenty of it out there. 
How do we fix it? I will tell you that temporal justice demands the scalps of everyone involved. From the director of intelligence down. From the director of national intelligence down. Every director of national intelligence down. Every director of the CIA. Because if you think, let, let, let's be real for just a moment. J. Edgar Hoover wasn't just a cross-dresser. He was far worse. And he was in bed with the mob. And the mob managed to make sure that they took care of him. And he managed to make sure that he never really fully cracked down on them. Why? Because they had him by the short and curlies. Because in a time when in most places where he would actually frequent some of these establishments of ill repute, it was actually a death penalty offense in some of those locations, in some of those states. And this is the thing that you fail to understand. This has always been the intelligence community. This has always been there. There are always people who are willing to do dastardly, ridiculously evil, desolate things for their quote-unquote greater good. And they figure as long as they can win, as long as they can achieve whatever objective that they're going after, then it's all worth it. And these people, their sources, their methods, their modus operandi has been carried out to globalist organizations from the Bilderbergs and the Rothschilds and everybody else. All of the big famous people where it's like, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. All of these people have had people, family members, family members, group members, the in crowd weave their way in and out of all of these international intelligence agencies from MI6 to the C or MI5 to the CIA to the Department of Defense. They're not the ones in Congress. They're the ones who have bought or trapped Congress. They're not the ones in Parliament. They're the ones who have bought or trapped Parliament. And their wicked, godless idea has been fully embraced. And no, they, they weren't smart enough to come up with it on their own. They're just doing what has been passed down to them. Like the unholy ape of the church, they have simply been carrying on with the traditions that have been passed on to them. The traditions of population control, the traditions of dirt worship and climate change, the traditions of totalitarian society. And they're in the church and they're in the government and they're beyond the government. And they think that they're beyond the church. They think that they're going to be able to get away from the hand of God. 
Nothing could be further from the truth. As a Catholic, we understand that all men have sinned. All men have sinned and, have, and need the glory of God. They need the glory and the grace of God. There is not one righteous man among them. Not one. And I say them because I'm mostly quoting, because I'm quoting, but there's not one righteous man among us. Not one. There are those of us who understand that, that <clears throat> there are those of us who believe that they understand, those of us who are beginning to understand, and some of us who even actually fully understand the depths of the filth that we have been bathed in since our birth and are trying desperately to claw our way out of the sewage, at least to get up high enough to where we can break the surface and get a fresh gasp of air in hopes that our God will reach down into this muck and save us. And then there's everyone else who doesn't seem to understand how filthy, how nasty, how evil they are. And all they're doing is reaching out and trying to grab us by the ankles to pull us back under the surface. And then there are people like this who are so far gone, they're not even reaching for us. They don't even care. They're unaware of it one way or the other. They have their objectives and it doesn't matter how low they have to go. It doesn't matter how far they have to sink into the muck and mire. It does not matter that the filth and feces fills their ears, their eyes, their nose, their throat. It doesn't matter. Is there something we can do about this? Pfft, I don't know. Might start by divorcing DC because DC backs all of this. And it might and it might continue by paying attention to those who maybe are a little bit too on board with some things that, you know, are ge generally non-Catholic. And you might want to jettison them and try to get them out. Get them out of places of power and influence in your local and city local city and state governments. the last step in the war against the family the last step in the war against the family can only be the total unabashed total unabashed corruption of the innocence of our children That's why they're pushing the shot all the way to infancy. That's why they're, that's why they're trying to make sure that the stain of sin is on every human being so that, so that they can say in their arrogance, you're not better than us. You're just like us. You've been poisoned just like us. You are here just like us. Help us defeat God. Which is, of course, futile. I don't have an answer on how to get this poison out of the Central Intelligence Agency except to disband the CIA and to disband the FBI. In fact, actually, I think at this point, we just need to disband the entire federal government and forget about starting fresh. 
Once we disband the federal government, then we need to go about reorganizing our resources and figuring out how to create in our states, in our communities, the census fidelium of the one holy Catholic and apostolic faith. Disband this apparatus and have and hit out, and hit out hardcore evangelizing. There has to be ten people in the city for the city to be saved. We must call our cities to repentance so that God doesn't wipe us off out. But if God is going to wipe us out, if we're at that point, then we also have to have the understanding that, that hey, it's time for us to just sing, sing in one voice, come Lord Jesus. Is this going to be, is this the end? I don't know. But I think if this is where we're at in the United States of America, it needs to be the end of the United States of America. This poison, this cancer has gone too far, too broad, too fast. I would trade the stars and stripes for a moral community. For a loving, Christ-centered community. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen.